I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. It looks like Nokia is changing the smartphone market game with its latest budget smartphone, one that can be easily repaired by anyone. Nokia's DIY-friendly phone allows users to replace the battery in under five minutes, and Nokia teamed up with the repair experts at iFixit to make this happen. Now you might remember Nokia as the OG of the mobile phone world. but it has been keeping quiet lately while Samsung and Apple hogged all the spotlight however now it's making a comeback while the new Nokia G22 may look like your average smartphone with a big screen and fancy camera what sets it apart is its inner mechanics and the outer shell developed by HMD Global this phone apparently features a recyclable plastic back that can be effortlessly detached to replace any faulty parts We can all agree repairing smartphones these days can be a real headache. All that glue holding everything together can make even the simplest repairs feel like you're performing surgery on a tiny robot. And hence, smartphone companies are catching on and trying to make sustainable devices that can be reused and repaired easily. Plus, lawmakers in the European Parliament are pushing for a quote-unquote right to repair movement. that would give consumers more control over their gadgets besides the regulatory pressure hmd global is capitalizing on the current customer demand for devices that can last longer and are easier to repair however it is not the first to ride the sustainable mobile phone wave the dutch company fairphone sells a variety of phones with replaceable and repairable parts but what distinguishes hmd global from fairphone is its ability to make this type of technology more affordable to a wider range of people for example the G22 is set to start at 179.19 dollars which is around 14000 rupees in india besides that compared to apple's complicated diy repair programs reportedly nokia's repair process is a breeze but there's a catch The Nokia G22 has a robust design that can withstand everyday usage and incidental damage. However, the phone is not entirely waterproof as it only meets the IP52 standard, which is not a guarantee against water damage. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you read yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hello i'm farheen khan and this is the deep dive for 27 february 2023 after a year of bad tidings indian fintech firm paytm may just be making its way towards a sweet deal a bloomberg report suggests that telecom tycoon sunil mittal who is the chairman of bharti airtel is looking to acquire a stake in paytm The report says that Mittal wants to merge Airtel Payments Bank into Paytm Payments Bank through a stock deal and is also looking to purchase Paytm shares from other stakeholders. You see, Airtel's entry comes at a time when Paytm's OG investor Alibaba and Ant Group are exiting the fintech company. Reuters reported that Alibaba sold Paytm shares worth 167 million dollars 
two weeks ago. CEO Vijay Shekhar Sharma, for whom Alibaba founder Jack Ma was the inspiration to start Paytm, wasn't too happy. He told reporters that, quote-unquote, the exit could have been planned better. Reports suggest that not only Paytm, Alibaba is looking to scale back its investments in Indian companies given simmering tensions between India and China. Recently, Alibaba also sold its stake in Big Basket and partially exited Zomato. But now coming back to Paytm, it could be a case of one door closing and another opening if it works out with Airtel Payments Bank or APB. Alibaba's investment was always a difficult one for Paytm to explain at a time when there was general hostility against Chinese companies. The association with Airtel not only augurs well for its reputation, it also brings it under the umbrella of one of India's most powerful and cash-rich business groups with a global footprint. Airtel founders' new age tech forays have not been very successful with the messenger app Hike, becoming an also-ran before shutting down in January 2021. APB2, the fintech business being as tough as it is, has struggled to scale and break even. The two companies haven't closed a deal yet, but APB boasts a 12.9 crore strong customer base and according to its exchange filings, the payments bank business turned into a profitable unit last year. That could be a potential boost for Paytm. But as per TechCrunch, the company is apprehensive about the customer overlap between the two companies. But in any case, Paytm is going to need all the help that it can get for a reset. Once considered to be a valuable Indian startup, it's been struggling with losses. Its parent 197 Communications said it had achieved operating profitability in the last quarter. Thanks to 2016's demonetization, its business saw exponential growth. It attracted big investors. It tried to onboard as many users as it could with cashback incentives. It had several partnerships. And it had the first mover's advantage in India's market. Yet, it was burning cash. In fact, in a scathing criticism of its business model, brokerage firm Macquarie Capital came out with a research report which said, quote-unquote, Paytm's business model lacks focus and direction, end quote. That criticism came right before Paytm's initial public offering in November 2021. Investors hammered the stock for the next one year. While it had sold shares to the public at 2,150 rupees apiece, the share crashed to as low as 438 rupees one year after listing. The cloud seems to be lifting finally. As per the company's fillings, its net loss narrowed to 392 crore rupees in December 2022 quarter, as against the net loss of 778 crore rupees recorded in the same period last fiscal. Even Macquarie has double upgraded the stock. Airtel becoming a part owner will be a tremendous boost for Paytm. If the deal happens, that is. Let's wait and watch. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Manaswini and Shorbari, edited by Roshni Nair, mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning 
on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.